0: This episode was originally released on October 21st, 2021 on the unethical Patreon. Our client today is Abigail. You'll be seeing a lot of Abigail very soon. Be-
1: Sorry, but it's scary.
0: It's too scary.
2: Okay. He was really about to make his little girl kill a spider by herself <laughs> just so he could podcast.
0: That was a pretty big spider. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up boys Ooh, voicemail
1: hey dicks it's abigail gonna need you to dust off your passports or to flight to portugal and tell me exactly what happened to that beautiful blue-eyed beauty madeline mccann
0: fuck she sounds serious she probably sounds like she has lots of money we can you got your passports right boys (laughs)
2: Uh, I, I I have an enhanced license. I know that gets me into Canada. Maybe we can squeeze Portugal in there. Uh, Portugal? Do you say Portugal? <laughs> Is that what she said? It's Portugal. Por- port bagel? <laughs> it's, it's, it's my poor enunciation of words. Poor <laughs> 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 no. pronunciation.
0: Words aren't easy. We don't need to go to Portugal, though, boys. I already got this one. I already uh, looked into this. I'll let you know.
2: That sounds good.
1: An elite
0: team of private detectives.
2: What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing.
1: Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved.
0: Maybe Mormons need mountains.
2: Richard, shut up.
0: I just want you guys to know that this episode probably could have been like 15 fucking part series. It was a fucking rabbit hole and a half. So many goddamn twists and goddamn, not even twists and turns, just stupidities through the whole thing. I hated it. I'm going to tell you right now, I hated writing it, the entire thing. Mm. Uh, It is boring as fuck. And it is considered the most discussed missing persons case of the 21st century. So I don't understand why it's so... uh, Crazy. I hate it. I do. I I legitimately do. I had a hard time getting through it, but people want to hear it. So go fuck yourselves. All right. So let's start this. Okay. Madeline McCain was three years old at the time of her disappearance. She was a blonde haired, blue green eyed cutie pie with a British accent. Now there's something about a little kid with a British accent that is amazing to me. They sound so proper, but they have the mind of a child. It's fun. You know, do you ever hear like Mary Pop or not Mary Poppins?
2: Oh, yeah. The best British accents (laughs) in the history of (laughs) media. Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke. Absolutely nailed it.
0: Yeah. Anyways, her right eye had a black bar that went through like the green part of her eyes. So it was like a very distinct feature that she had. And it was one of the things that the police used later on with the description of her to find her because it is a super rare thing. It's like the what do you call the middle part of the the cornea or whatever? Look like it like extended past like the whatever the color part of your eyes called, the iris.
2: The the pupil pupil.
0: Whatever. Anyways, it was it's an interesting feature. If we're if anybody sees Madeline McCain still walking around, she'd be 18, 19 now. You see that she could be her. Maddie, as she was affectionately called, went missing just days before her fourth birthday, which was May 12th. Maddie's parents, Kate and Jerry, were both born in 1968 gerald patrick mccann or jerry was born in glasgow scotland and graduated with a bsc in physiology and sports medicine in 1989. in 1992 he qualified in medicine and in 2002 he obtained his md first doctor kate healy is from near liverpool and graduated in 1992 with a degree in medicine kate and jerry met in 1993 when they were both junior doctors they married in 1998 now the mccanns were trying to have kids for years but were unsuccessful so they turned their uh sites to ivf in whatever that is in vitro fertilization to conceive little madeline in 2003 so After years of working in obstetrics and gynecology, Kate became just a GP working part-time watching the kids, and Jerry worked in cardiology at the time of the disappearance. So they're doctors. Fuck, they're rich people. That's what I'm trying to get at. We got to understand that we're young doctors with enough money and stuff to take care of business.
2: Kill
3: their own kid, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but why would you take your kid on a holiday to kill them there?
0: Oh, we'll get into it. Rich people are crazy. Yeah, these rich people are crazy. Madeline had a younger brother and sister they're twins born in February 2005 they've been kept out of the media limelight for so long that I don't really know much about them I just know in one interview Kate McCann said that they're athletes that do track and field they're very good whatever that means so they're not really too much in the public eyes they're 16 years old now and apparently the McCann's have never hidden the details about what happened that night and according to Kate McCann, the twins also want to find their sister alive and well like the rest of them. So they're all all of them are, from what I understand, delusional. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wanting to find your sister makes you delusional. No. They want well, to find I her mean, alive. like,
2: I get it. Cause like, here's this like little three year old adorable girl. Why do you want an adult now? It's all used up and been missing <laughs> for so long. It's like it's like losing your luggage and then getting it back like 15 years later. You don't. you're not even having a fucking use for any of that stuff anymore. Except
0: for the traveler's checks.
2: You already accepted. It. It's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm joking. But I mean, they, not that they want to find. They do want to find her dead or alive. But they all still have hold out hope that she's alive. And maybe she is. We'll see. I, I, I doubt it, personally. From the beginning, I doubt it. So the McCann's nightmare began first with a dream vacation. On April 28, 2007, the family of five took a holiday to the Ocean Club located in southern coastal region of Portugal, the Algarve, in a little town called Praia de Luz, Luch, which means Beach of Light. Now, it's a tourist town of about 3,500 people, according to a 2011 census. So during holiday season, it like goes up to 50,000, 60,000 at times. So one of those kind of places. It's popular with British tourists, but the region itself is very popular with the Portuguese as well. Even all Europeans, it's a very nice beaches and stuff like that. They chose the Ocean Club as the place for their vacation because it's considered a very family-friendly resort. It's comprised of many apartments, small villas. There's four pools, numerous tennis clubs and tennis courts. Uh, there's a kitty club. There's nannies for hire. Uh, anything you'd want in a family-friendly resort? A what club? A kitty club is what they call it. So the kids, you could throw them in like a daycare for the day. Mm.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Rich people kitty club. Mm, yeah, sounds like a clue to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So the McCanns were staying in one of the apartments, apartment complexes that were owned by the Ocean Club, in apartment five A for their holiday. Five uh, A was down on the corner access from the front door to the street and the patio was accessed also it could be accessed also from the street it wasn't like the club wasn't attached to itself like you'd have to go on streets to get from where you were sleeping to get to like the poolside or like the restaurant or whatever so it's kind of in the middle of town you know they went on holiday with a bunch of friends these friends will be later referred to as the tapas Seven. Oh god I'll tell you why after. Dr. David Payne and his wife, Dr. Fiona Payne, Diana Webster, Mother Fiona, Jane Tanner, and her partner, Dr. Russell Bryan, Dr. Matthew Oldfield, and his wife, Dr. Rachel Oldfield. So there's a bunch of doctors all on vacation here, okay? And they all had kids. The O'Briens had two kids, the McCants had their three, the Paynes had two kids, and the Oldfields had one kid. So that's nine adults, eight kids. What a fucking shitty vacation. That's what I call that. I don't call that a fun vacation at all. Wow. I have all my fucking kids here. Good.
2: Yeah. That's why you kill
0: them. Exactly.
2: You're like, this was supposed to be fun. And now we're here and we're not having fun. Let's thin the herd. Well, the
3: herd. Thin the
0: herd. Okay. <laughs> the vacation, I'm just joking. Whatever. It's a family vacation. They got in with what they wanted to get. Like, they obviously wanted that whole Giant child to me to go into the beach and stuff with the kids is less fun if I'm just going with my wife and I. But that's just me. Uh, not that I don't want my kids, but Jesus.
2: I mean, it seems like you don't. You're willing to let a spider kill one of them. So
0: <laughs> the vacation uh, took a dark turn on their sixth night on May 3rd when Maddie went missing. Uh, here's the timeline for that day. So here's all the clues. Let's see if we can do this. On the sixth day of their seven-day holiday at the Ocean Club, uh, that morning at about 7:30 a.m. Maddie came to her mother and asked her how come she didn't come when her and Sean had been crying the night previously. So her brother's name was Sean, like her one of her twin brothers was named Sean. And apparently they were crying all night uh, and Kate didn't come see them. So Kate also noticed a Brown stain on her daughter's pajama top that morning. Nobody we did anything. They just said, Oh, weird Brown thing. And my kids were crying all night and I, I didn't even notice. Okay. Kate and Jerry say they made a mental note to check on the kids more frequently that evening, this evening coming up. So after breakfast at about 10 a.m., the kids were put into the kids club, the little daycare thing, while Kate and Jerry go for a walk, then for tennis lessons. By 1230, after picking up the children, they'd been back to their ground floor apartment. They have lunch and the whole family spend the afternoon at the poolside. At 2.29, the last known photo is taken of Madeline. Uh, The timestamp on the photo says 1.29, but the McCanns later say the clock on the camera was an hour behind. The kids are dropped off at the kids' club again around 3.30 that afternoon, while Maddie's parents go for more tennis lessons. Maddie and her twin siblings spent hours at the kids' club. They ate supper there around 5.30. Other things that are happening uh, around town at the time between 3.30 and 5.30, there's four separate reports of bogus charity collectors canvassing prior to Luch. Uh, One even made it to the area near Ocean Club. A close-shaven, fair-haired man between the ages of 30 to 35 is seen near the apartment that the McCanns were vacationing at around 4.30 p.m. So back at the Ocean Club, around 6, Kate picks up the kids and starts to get ready for bed. And Jerry goes out for another tennis lesson. This fucking guy loves his tennis. Jerry asks David Payne, one of the doctor friends, to go check in on Kate and the kids around 630. I guess he's feeling guilty. He's like, this is my 15th tennis lesson today. Maybe I should help with the kids. Did we think he was fucking the tennis instructor or what? I doubt it. She, uh, Kate was going on tennis lessons with him. So they're they're like all the te- they're both going on. So they money. were both fucking yeah. the tennis yeah. instructor. Yeah. <laughs> and the
2: tennis instructor was like, "Oh, you guys have won too many kids." Boom, figured it out.
0: <laughs> I always wanted to be the third. Yeah. If I'm going to be the third in this thruple, I want to have the third. Kid. <laughs> I can't kill one of the twins. That would just damage them both. I know they're rich. They like matching sets. <laughs> Dave Payne goes to Kate's apartment and checks on her and the kids. They chit chat for a little while. Everyone's doing fine. The kids look great. Uh, in fact, Dave Payne describes them as like beautiful, angelic children following every, their mother's every command and listening to it. Like he's praising the children up and down. Dave Payne was the last of the of Seven to see Madeline aside from her parents. I guess her parents aren't really part of the of Seven. So yeah, Jerry returns to the apartment around 7 p.m. and reads the kids a bedtime story before putting Madeline down in the front bedroom. Madeline was put into the bed closest to the door, and there was also another bed that was empty. It was beside the window. Madeline was wearing her pink and white Eeyore pajamas, her comfort blanket, and she laid with a soft toy aptly named Cuddle Cat. The twins also slept in that room just on the floor in a travel cot between the beds because they're still toddlers, so they needed sides. You know, so they wouldn't fall off a of bed. The front bedroom overlooked the parking lot below and the street past it. But the window that would overlook this, it had a metal shutter that would slide down over top of the window that could only be open from a strap from the inside. I was going down a rabbit hole with this thing. I, I think that it can be open from the outside, but you'd have to break it basically. Like you could, it would just be very loud. It's like those big shutters you like see at like a mall or something when they shut down the front. Like they have that over top of the window. You can't open that shit. You'd have to pry it open, you know, unless you work there. Maybe if you work there or something, you know how to open it from the outside. The window of the room was closed and shuttered by Kate before leaving the kids asleep around 730. Kate and Jerry shower and then they drink a bottle of wine together and then they head down to the tapas bar to have dinner with the rest of their friends. The tapas bar is about 55 meters straight shot if you look out the window to where they were sitting, but you couldn't do it that way. You'd have to get out of the the back patio, walk on the street, go around the pool, and then into the tapas bar. So it was about double that if you were to walk it. When they say they sit, where they sit, they can see their apartment, but really you can't see the apartment from the side of the pool. There's a, there's a wall in the way and like shrubs and shit. You could just see like kind of the top of the apartment where it is. You can't see the door at all. There's no way you can see the door. Yeah, the front and patio door, I already said, could be both easily accessed from the street the McCanns are the first of the group to arrive at the Tapas bar at about 830. Then the seven other friends start showing up couple by couple. All these people are leaving their kids by themselves, which I find is fucking crazy. They're all just sleeping in a foreign country in a room that's like not visible to you. Like you, it's not even in your house. I don't mm-hmm. I don't get it.
2: I mean, I do. It sounds like something you'd do in a place you'd go if you wanted to lose one of your kids. <laughs>
0: So this is why they call these people this tapas seven because they're all having supper at the fucking tapas bar. I hate, I hate the media. Like that's so stupid. Think of something better. The fucking I don't know. I got nothing, but Tapas Seven's annoying. They say it so many times. Like if you listen to the news on it, it's the Tapas Seven has said, I don't know, more than anything. Yeah, it's cringy. At 855, the Tapas Seven agreed they would all take breaks and check on the kids every half hour or so. During their whole holiday, the Tapas 7 and the McCanns dined at the Tapas Bar this way. So they were. this wasn't the first night they all left their kids by themselves. pretty parents. <coughs> oh, like the worst parents. The logbook of the resort reception shows the McCanns did have dinner like that every night, late night like that. The first few days, the McCann claimed they would lock all the doors and walk around to the front of the apartment to go check on the kids. The patio door couldn't be locked unlocked from the outside, so you had to go around the front to reopen it. After a couple of days, they felt safe leaving the kids. And they thought it was faster to go through the patio doors. So on that night, they left the patio door unlocked. The McCann say they left it unlocked because they didn't want to wake the kids. Uh, it was the last night of their like holiday, so they're probably planning on getting smashed up. But I guarantee you it's just because they didn't feel like walking around, honestly. Uh, it's just If you're going to leave your kid like that, you're going to leave the door open too. <laughs> Fuck. And like I also told you guys earlier, there was a fucking nanny service. They could have just got them watched. There's no reason not to. And the rich people. That's why I harped on the rich people. They could have gotten all the kids watched. Okay. At least you get to talk to the nanny who might steal your kid. You know, at least you get to see if you think they're going to steal your kid. If you just leave them unlocked in a thing, they could get stolen them by anyone. Somebody you don't even get to talk to. True. But,
2: but then they might catch Servant you know and then what if what if one day they grow up to be a manual laborer oh god and you re- you regret having that that poor nanny around them the entire time
0: they'll they'll never have time to take the tennis lessons they deserve exactly a failure <laughs> my daughter a welder <laughs> <laughs> at 905 Jerry returns to the apartment to check on the kids and then he gets chatting with some other vacationers before heading back to the table 915 Jane Tanner on one of the uh, kid's room checks reported seeing a man carrying out a child wearing light colored PJs with no shoes. She didn't think anything of it at the time because this is a family resort. So it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for somebody to be carrying their tired child back to their place. Now, before gets, gets all sleuthy here, this ends up being a red herring. Okay. Because in 2013, police disregarded the sighting as a British man who was on holiday at the same time, and he says he was carrying his daughter at that re- exact same time. I don't know why the fuck it took from 20, 2007 to 2013 for this guy to report that, but that's what they've disregarded it as. It's not the thing. Gets you put your keyboard down, buddy. No, I already figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you finish. <laughs> okay. you Feel free to be a smartass in between no i'm good no i'm good <laughs> Nine thirty that night matt oldfield gets up to check on the children prompting kate to sit back down don't worry i got this i'll go check on them matt goes into the mccann's apartment and notices that the kid's door is open this isn't his apartment and he thinks nothing of it he glances in the room sees the twins in the cot assumes everything is okay and heads back to the bar he never admits to actually seeing madeline He never even mentions if the windows or shutters were open or closed at 930 or not. Did he close the fucking door? No, but some people leave leave their kids with the door open. And what does he know? He's just going to check on the kids. Maybe they left the door open. It's not the front door. It's the bedroom door. Sorry. Okay. No, he walked in through the back door and then he closed the back door and then he looked and he saw the kids room. The door was open.
2: Okay. I was picturing like a hotel room door. No, no, this is a big, these are big children. like resort
0: hotels. Like these are rich people hotels. They got rooms gotcha. and everything. Like,
2: yeah, I would have no concept of what that looks like. Then.
0: <laughs> so Martin and Mary Smith at about 10 p.m. that night, this is off campus, uh, saw a man carrying a child who looked like Madeline walking toward the beach. The Smiths reported the sighting only was a couple minutes away from apartment 5A, back at the tapas bar. It's Kate McCann's turn to go check on the kids at 10 p.m. Once entering the apartment, she is alarmed by the door of the kid's room blowing shut. You know, and sometimes like the air pressure changes in a room and it like slams the door. So she goes into the room and sees the shutter to the window up and open wide. Kate looks at the twins and they're still sleeping in the cot. Then Kate panically wraps her head around the open door to see an empty bed where Madeline used to be sleeping. She checks hers and Jerry's bed just in case Madeline went there and she was not there. Kate runs out of the apartment in hysterics. She starts yelling Madeline's gone someone's taken her leaving her twins still in the apartment. Nothing? Hmm. Right.
3: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. She
0: notices her kid is missing and then just says fuck my other kids. Yes. <laughs> That's what they say. She runs out leaves the other two still in the cot.
2: Okay, to, to be fair in defense of these murderous parents for a moment. Um <laughs> I uh but when that shit happens it doesn't matter how many other kids you got. I think your brain kind of breaks. And I I mean I I know one time, um, my, uh, my sister fell into a pool and, uh, and I was uh, only like probably six. So this is my younger sister. So I didn't know how to swim. She definitely didn't fucking know how to swim. I was holding onto my mom's legs in the pool. Uh, and when my sister fell in, my mom just fucking like jumped up to go and save my sister, <laughs> completely ignoring the fact that her legs were my lifeline to oxygen. Yeah, so yeah. I just sunk to the fucking bottom of the pool. They don't really think about it. It's it's like, you know.
0: Oh, it's true. Panic mode. Like my oldest was super young. He's like a baby, and my wife had him in a stroller. And I, you know, sometimes when garbage cans get too sticky, bees start hanging around them. But they're they're in a park near a garbage can. And I guess a bee fucking landed right on Oscar's face and Sarah fucking hates bees. So she like left the stroller and ran away from Oscar. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, no. Save him. Then run. <laughs> Let him get stung. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So yes, I, I can see the hysterics thing for sure. It's just, there's weird choices of words too. Like Madeline's not Madeline's gone. Someone's taken her. I find that so interesting. Mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. once kate explains herself and the room has been checked by jerry jerry sends matt oldfield down to reception to call the authorities at 10 10 the resort starts their missing child search protocol at about 10 30 at about the same time the garda nacional republicana uh, basically the national guard short form gnr first start arriving on scene They got gnr here the whole time guns and roses baby
2: yeah they they were like a child's missing they're like i don't know call the cops it's a white child get the army
0: <laughs> no, <it's> a, <laughs> right off the bat everyone just thought madeline ran off so they just mm-hmm. thought she would either a eventually be found by doing their search protocol and been brought back why call the police so like the national guard thing is because there's such a small police town anyway that's who they would call in an emergency of like a foreigner coming missing right gotcha Yeah, but the parents automatically thought she was taken. So, like, that's one of the biggest foibles I find about the whole police investigation right off the bat is they didn't treat it as a crime scene right away. They treated it as if their girl would be found in five minutes and that everything with crisis would be averted. So, just after midnight, Portuguese police are alerted because they're not finding her at all. So, they're called the Police Juricídia, or PJ for short. Kate, her husband, the GNR, the PJ, 60 resort staff, and the guests all conduct a ground search looking for Madeline. So everyone at the resort got involved, everyone looking for her. And they called that off at about 4 a.m. This is when they started searching for a abduction scenario. The McCann's room isn't treated like a crime scene until about 4 a.m. They had about 20 fucking people in and out of that apartment during that time. I find it's the biggest, it's the first big mistake in this whole thing. If, if the mom's saying she was stolen, wouldn't you rather just go with that than, yeah. what if she is stolen? And then she said that she was stolen and then you didn't do anything. This is the kind of shit that happens. I As soon as somebody says she's been stolen, I'd treat it like that just in case she was and then you don't look like a jackass when that first person said it and you said, no, it's not good.
3: I think you have to <laughs> run an investigation just as you would normally run it and not take into account what the mother thinks because the mother could just jump to the worst conclusion every
2: time yeah i agree with that too
0: sure but you could always just eliminate the abduction theory quickly and then get the mom to shut the fuck up there was a case for it there's windows open and shit she said that weren't open they're just going yeah yeah she'll be back more than likely they were probably right. Like nine times out of 10, when a kid runs off like that, they probably would have found her. No problem. Easy like that. So they probably just assumed it was going to be one of those times. The next day, the whole town is looking for her, including the national guard, the police and hotel guests and visitors. They're all handing out flyers, searching the streets up and down. Try to lose a small town. The PJ and GNR were just doing their best. Honestly, they they haven't been trained for anything like this. They're not a big city. Like big cities have better training for different things. They have specific guys. This, this town probably had a, 50 cops. I don't know. There's a few things they should have done. They didn't do and not even they did. They're supposed to, they should be doing, if there's a missing kid, they should be doing checkpoints out of town, out of Portugal and checking every car in and out, which they didn't do until 10am the next day. And the few checkpoints they did have, they weren't even checking every vehicle. Like I watched the Netflix thing on this. And there's footage of the cops doing their checks of every car leaving. Then it starts raining and the cops are like, fuck this. And they get back in their car and let everyone just drive by. Just checkpoints somewhere. They should have stopped cars, stopped boats. They did nothing for hours.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that night, Kate and Jerry make their first of countless press conferences over the year on May 4th. It's mostly Jerry speaking. Kate's not saying anything. And he's just looking for anyone with information to call the police while Kate's just standing beside him, holding his hand and then gripping that little cuddle cat. Like for the first like five interviews, she's got that little stuffed toy with her. 10 days later, the GNR named their first Arguido. Um, <laughs> for what now? Being named Arguido in Portugal, it's a big deal. It's, it's not really a suspect. It's like a major suspect or like a person of interest. They have their own like word for it that doesn't exactly translate perfectly. But being named Arguido is pretty huge. It was a guy named... Robert Murat, and he was set up as an Arguido. I shouldn't say set up. He was named an Arguido early in the investigation because he was being nice. When he saw the whole town was searching for Madeline, he went down. He's a bilingual English property developer. So he had perfect Portuguese and purchased perfect English. So he went down during the search and he was asking the police a lot of questions, getting it translated and telling the McCanns what were going on or, or telling the searchers information, stuff like that. But the police looked at him and they went, this guy's asking too many questions. Is he involved? And that remember when I was uh, talking about the Turner sighting that was debunked. Well, the direction that guy was walking was towards Robert Murat's house and they say that like the sketch that the girl made after kind of looked like Robert Murat. I don't see it. I really don't. If anything, it looks like Jerry McCann. The the picture doesn't look like Robert Murat at all. They thought this was suspicious. Then three of the Tapas seven saw him creeping around the night of the disappearance. He claims he was home with his mother. The PJ and the press ruined this guy's fucking life. He was in the front of every paper, being called a child abductor, child molester, pedophile. They just fucking crushed this guy. They couldn't really get him for anything. They released him the next day, and he walked free, but everyone still suspected him, but they just had no proof. By September, the McCanns were questioned again, and they were also made arguidos. They are eventually dropped as arguidos along with Mr. Robert Murat a year later on July 21st, 2008. Uh, the old detective was fired uh, from the job because he wasn't getting results, and a new detective wasn't put in charge. Uh, The new detective in charge said that Maddie's case, there's really no evidence that any of these three should have been Arguidos In the first place, there's really no evidence. PJ's closed the case, actually, and they start to share the files with the media. In Portugal, they're not allowed to discuss any type of the case while it's going on. It's not like here they'll sometimes give you some little thread so you can kind of give the public some information. They got to say nothing. So, by closing the case, they actually opened up all the files to the public. Basically, the case went stagnant for the next three years until May 2011. Kate and Jerry appealed to the British Prime Minister David Cameron to launch an independent investigation. And then by July 2013, Scotland Yard launches a full investigation into the disappearance of Madeline, naming it Operation Grange. What? I don't know. I don't get that one either. I didn't. <laughs> Why not call it whatever you want uh, Operation Shit Parents? You know, Operation fucking lock your door.
2: That would be awesome. (laughs) Passive aggressive operation names. Operation, maybe don't fucking leave your kids unattended in Portugal. (laughs) I like that one.
0: And by October of 2013, like a couple months later, the Scotland Yard says they had identified 41 new potential suspects. When that happens, the PJ gives the Brits an office at PJ headquarters and helps in the investigation as much as they can. And by can, I mean want, which is not much because they closed the case. Portuguese police say that the Brits were acting very colonial. That's what they kept saying. Okay.
2: Really acting like they want to tax everybody here.
0: they <laughs> see in uh, Britain they had they had computers and shit. In Portugal, especially at this little PJ office, they were still flipping through old files and shit like that to find information. So these guys weren't used to the low tech they had over there. So they're being surly. That's basically what it was. It's like my job's easier if I was at Scotland Yard right now. So they had to. F- they were just being pissy, and the PJ were like, haha fuckers, your turn." All in all, nothing's really happened of any substantial nature in this case for the past 14ish years. I will tell you there's a couple things that have happened though. There's been a 2.5 million dollar reward ordered to find Madeline.
2: Oh, you better have this figured out, Rick.
0: 12 million British pounds have been spent to find her. That's like 16.6 million American. 1 million American is in a trust right now to help pay for Madeline's private investigators while there's still 1167 missing children in Portugal who get like a fraction of the amount of money that have been spent on this Madeline McCann girl to look into where they are or if they're still alive or where what happened to them. So go fuck yourself, Portugal and the Brits. That's what I have to say at the end of this whole thing. Who knows how many they could solve if they just took fucking 10% of what they've spent and looked into the other kids. On to theories. Mm -hmm. You guys have any ideas at first? Maybe not if you think Gets if you think you solved it, let's wait till the end for that. But if you have any smart-ass ones, RJ, let's see what you got.
2: <laughs> uh, the twins could have done it. <laughs> I think that they're likely suspects. I mean, why else would they need bars on the side of their bed? Hmm. Sounds like they're up to something and they needed to be restrained.
0: I think you're right on that.
2: Maybe they're jealous of, of the the favoritism that Madeline had. And they, they maybe they referred to her as the stupid science baby. <laughs>
0: Yeah. What's with your stupid eye? Huh? Everyone loves you because you're a cute little eye. Go fuck yourself, Maddie. Okay. Well, that's a, I didn't even look into the twins. That's why they've been hiding from the media so much over these years. They don't want people to know.
2: Yeah. And then their mom comes in after they're like,
0: okay, quick, get back into bed. (laughs) And and she's like, Oh my God, where's Madeline? they're like, Oh, what mommy? (laughs) That's why these kids are good at track and field. Just in case they ever get caught, they can run away quickly.
2: You can run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they don't have all that dead weight anymore. So exactly. <laughs> Madeline dragging them down, holding yeah. them back.
3: So the reason that the Portuguese gave a shit about this and not their um their other missing persons is because the Brits and the Portuguese have had relations that date back all the way to eleven forty seven. Um and is considered one of England's oldest allies. So they're doing it so that they can keep getting jerked off by the queen.
0: Oh, for sure. This became (laughs) Europeans
2: are so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate that shit. Like let's respect agreements we made a thousand years ago between people who never knew how to wipe their own ass or (laughs) wash anything ever. Clearly, those are important agreements.
0: No, I totally agree that this was one of the most politicized things like holy fuck like i didn't even get into how much media coverage this thing got but like i said british uh ambassadors both spoke on this the boris fucking johnson the mayor of london at the time spoke on this and they would trash each other through the tabloid the british tabloids would just call the portuguese cops dumb and then when the brits after a while never came up with anything they would be like "See, you told you you're dumb too and then they just fight through tabloids. anyway so let's go to some theories uh theory number one Madeline walked off on her own. Now, this theory states that Maddie got up in the middle of the night and ran out into the night. Whether it was through the window, through the door, uh, however it happened, it just, I don't see that being the case. But it could be, never know. Maddie, okay, just from being a parent, okay, Maddie had been at the resort for six days and she would have known where her parents were at least part of the time like she was old enough to like understand where things are after that many days especially in a weird place you only go to four places
2: th-
3: wait you're is this science or are you just making that up can three-year-olds actually like understand
0: i have i have had kids yeah for sure
3: oh so you're making it up <laughs> i just i want to know if there was like research behind it or if you're just saying like your three-year-old no it's true Was able it's to true do
0: it. and, and i don't think you
2: meant it that way but that had that was dripping with passive aggression. No, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. I just wanted. Is this wanted, I, science, or are you just making that shit up?
3: I wanted. To, I wanted to know if he's reading a Wikipedia article right now, or if he's just like stream of consciousness telling us that a three year old is aware.
0: I'm not stream of consciousness. I'm going. I'm using lived experience. Is this science? Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm using lived experience. Okay, I, I,
3: I didn't mean it either or both ways. I just was curious. No, I understand.
0: I. Oh, I know. It just sounded
2: too good to not take it that way.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's a couple things about this. So she's been at the same place. She kind of would have known, maybe not. That's just my opinion, I guess. It was a dark night. So why would she like run off into the darkness when there was like the familiar area she could walk to? Maybe not. Maybe she did. Who knows? Plus the first search efforts for her were no joke. Okay. There was like a hundred and some people looking around pretty quickly because if the last time she was seen was at like nine, nine 30, it'd be an hour and a half people would have found her. I, I, just if she walked off maybe she wandered off into the to the atlantic that was another theory maybe she walked off and she just ran into the ocean drowning is the number one cause for kids between the age of one and four even then though she would have washed up on shore more than likely she wouldn't have gotten far out you know what i mean she would have drowned at the beach basically she wouldn't have gotten fucked unless she got pulled in who knows
2: Ooh, sea monster yeah maybe
0: sea monster for sure there's another theory here maybe she wandered off into the street and got hit by like a drunk driver or something a local, you know, someone who would have known where you could hide a body for a bunch of years, and that no one would be able to find.
2: Well, I mean, depends on how fast you're going. A three year old at a certain speed, that shit'll just
0: disintegrate into so. mist.
2: <laughs> Um, yeah. Are you talking about science, or are you talking about from your own personal experience? Just trying to figure out if you- uh, <laughs> science from the numerous experiments I did through my own personal. Experience. I I invented the scientific method. Don't you worry.
0: I've I've peer reviewed this five times.
2: Hypothesis, experiment, conclusion. Yeah.
0: So there's also another thing about her walking off at the time of the disappearance. At the time of the disappearance, there had been road construction going on around 180 meters away from the Ocean Club. They had a, a nice big, they were repairing drains, okay? And they had a two meter deep hole, one and a half meters wide trench just on the side of the road that was kind of blocked off. But I mean, a kid could squeeze underneath shit like that. So it's just a pylon, you know, do you think she could have walked off 180 meters, fallen into this construction hole? And the theory goes that no one actually saw her. Cause the next day they covered up the hole. So she's just buried under the streets in Portugal somewhere accidentally, which it's been kind of debunked because the engineer and the city workers that were there said they looked at the fucking hole before they put sand in it or whatever gravel or whatever the fuck over top of it. Yeah.
2: They were like, look, you know how many other Portuguese kids (laughs) fell in there and we buried them? Fool me 15 times. Shame on me.
0: There's 1,167 mistakes I made before this bitch. Don't worry about her.
2: We look before we (laughs) pour concrete now, okay?
0: So what I do think from having kids, and this is more lived experience is that I don't think Madeline would have walked out in the middle of the night unless it was through the window. Because if it wasn't through the window, the window's pretty far, far for a kid. She would have hurt herself, first of all. But if she went out the door, there's no way that three-year-old closed the door behind her. Because my kids are like 10 and they don't close the door behind them. So like, that, I sh- the door would have been wide open. She walked off on her own. Is one of the theories? Maybe. Any thoughts on that?
3: No, I don't agree with the walked off on your own theory because... That would require, like, so many levels of things to go wrong. Walk off on her own. It looked like she didn't walk off on her own. So, right, there's that, convenience. And then she'd have to walk off on her own, but not end up somewhere where somebody wouldn't return her, right? Like, walk off on your own into the arms of you know a bad actor i feel like it's a lot of scenarios that need to happen perfectly for that walk off on your own situation to happen for
0: sure for no one to ever find her you're right there'd have to be so many like things line up for her to just go disappear by herself Yeah. all right so the next theory is the portuguese predator theory slash childless couple
2: oh man they had a predator Damn.
0: According to the Netflix documentary, The Disappearance of Madeline McCann, police looked into the case of a man who was wanted in connection with sexual assaults of five young girls, two of them in Praia Luz area. This lone predator, who was wearing a medical mask, was making his way into tourist villas and apartments at night and allegedly...
2: No, hold on. It's a, it's a metal mask they wear. And then they take it off at the end. <laughs>
0: Oh, is this from science or is this lived experience? Sorry, you
2: can continue. I was just correcting you. Science—it's science <laughs> from watching uh, Predator, Predator Two, uh, <laughs> Alien versus Predator, and Alien versus Predator Two. Record. Oh, okay, so
0: hard so science. I've done hard my science. science. Uh, this lone predator who
2: was— is- Yes, I—I'm just saying I know predators.
0: This lone predator who is wearing a medical mask—a medical mask. He was a lone predator, a person was making his way into tourist villas and apartments at night and allegedly laying in beds with children. This guy was thought to be identified in 2014 by Scotland Yard as former Ocean Club waiter Euclides Montiero. He was already dead in 2009 after a freak tractor accident. I tried to figure out what a freak tractor accident entails, but I couldn't think I couldn't figure it out.
2: Probably something with a bomb in Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger.
0: Yeah, just Arnold just I'm going to give away this tank you like, that's a tractor, Arnie. Yeah,
2: you can call them an ugly motherfucker. And-
0: yeah, this guy was actually later cleared with DNA evidence, though. So unfortunately, they didn't solve it that way. There's also another baseless theory that a childless couple stumbled upon the McCann's open apartment and seized the day. Uh, witnesses claim to have seen suspicious characters around the resort days before the disappearance. Either of these cases would explain the window open uh, as a place to escape through rather swiftly and quietly. Sorry. I doubt either of these theories because it's the same as being scared of dying from a meteorite like you could. but I mean, it's very low chance. I don't think Mr. Child molester guy's done. He kind of got cleared, but like childless couples very specific, and they found exactly what they wanted that night. It seems very uh, too good to be true for the childless couple unless they were like stalking them.
2: could, could have been a childless, could have been a childless predator couple, you know, then
0: they got away on
2: their spaceship.
0: Hey man, aliens is always a theory. I already told you that it was aliens. So another theory is robbery gone wrong, which it goes along with the other one in my book. According to this theory, thieves broken in McCann apartment and they were surprised by an awake Madeline. These robbers were actually the fake charity workers canvassing that I talked about in the timelines. These guys are known to go around collecting money. And even if they don't get any money, they get intel, right? They get to see like, oh, it's an old man. It's a young woman. Someone comes to the doors their kids or whatever, right? Well, that's what they think about these robs. There's been a lot of robberies around that area during that time. But they're saying that these guys broke into their, to their apartment. And in a moment of sheer panic from seeing Madeline awake, they just like kill her or abduct her and take her when they leave. There were actually four guys investigated by the Metro Police, the British police, for potential burglars in the scenario. They had criminal backgrounds, their mobile phone and contact locations matched prior to lose during the day that Maddie went missing. They just fit the pattern of the robbers. There are many problems with this theory, though. Uh, nothing was stolen from the apartment being the biggest one. Like, why are you going to take the kid? And then you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I came here for like cash and jewels. I don't know. And if it's a spontaneous crime like that, usually there's lots of evidence. They don't like think to clean up behind them. And if they accidentally killed Maddie, like, why would you take the body? Like, why would you do any of it? Why aren't you taking the twins? Why are you just taking the one kid? I don't get it, but it is a theory. And the Scotland Yard's still looking into it at this time right now to this day. So that could very well be what happened, but I just doubt it. The PJ also dismissed this theory outright just because of all the flaws in the theory, but I don't know what do you guys think of that one. Just a robbery gone wrong, bat wrong place, wrong time. It's a no for
2: me, dog. Man, man, I'm still hung up on predators. So
0: <laughs> I think it's kind of trash too, but it is one that's out there. But the next theory is the McCanns accidentally killed her. Like I said earlier, the police thought it was the parents early on in the investigation. Theory goes that the McCanns were drugging the kids with Cal Paul so they would sleep while they dined with their others at the Tapas restaurant. And now Cal Paul's a ibu profin based cold medicine for kids, so knock them out. Some early reports said the McCanns and the Tapas 7 were swingers and needed to drug their kids so they would sleep through the orgies.
2: I believe that. Yeah, that sounds like exactly what happened. Oh, I don't think
3: that's what happened, but I believe that they were doing all that. That they were
0: dosing the kids, yeah.
3: For orgies with their
0: tennis instructor? Sorry, what? Orgies with their tennis instructor? Oh, maybe. Could be, yeah. Apparently that night they accidentally overdosed Maddie, and she dies. Then Jerry and Kate hid her body somewhere. Kate was acting weird. So it didn't really help that. Like Maddie's gone. They got famous as well. This is another reason the police thought that they were kind of playing it up a little bit. They got to meet the Pope. That's how famous they got like within the first few weeks of Maddie going missing. Some of the police think that uh, Jerry and Kate were taking advantage of their fame From the whole thing. So it it just looks suspicious from that way. I think they actually just wanted to meet the Pope so they could actually go and ask the Pope where their little fucking cabal took their daughter. You know, like, where the fuck did you put my, it was to interrogate the Pope. You molesters. Where's my daughter? You molesters.
2: Yeah, they're fame chasers. Rubbing up next to the Pope, the predator.
0: (laughs) They had all sorts of people lining up to give money to the fund. Like David Beckham gave money. Who else? I I didn't write down the whole list of celebrities, but a bunch of people like they got famous off this, which is weird, right? Uh, The McCann's decided they were going to stay in Portugal just in case they did find Maddie. They kind of stayed nearby the whole time. But after like 24, 25 days being there, they decided to rent a car because, you know, kind of want a car. So the theory continues that during the height of investigation, they rented the car to relocate the body. Uh, The Portuguese police believe this so much that they brought the sniffer dogs to the apartment 5A, Uh, and the dogs hit on multiple locations this is like months after this is after when they first became our they did this so this is not the day of this is like months later now the one dog was a blood sniffing dog and the other was a cadaver sniffing dog the dogs uh, alerted in the rental car and in the apartment in a couple places problem is is the car was rented after madeline was already missing so they're saying that like She put the dead bodies in the trunk and drove her off to wherever they went. Right.
2: Did did they find a skull with the spine? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're still stuck on the predator. Okay.
2: (laughs) I'm not giving up. I mean, what a perfect specimen to have just eaten made this work. It's invisible mimics voices.
0: Okay. So the search was conducted weeks later, like I said, so they didn't really preserve the crime scene. They had about 20 people in and out of there. Uh, hair and fibers were taken from both locations and analyzed at UK forensic science service. Four days later, that's when the McCann's were made. The arguidos stating DNA, evi- DNA evidence as one of the factors, DNA is a powerful word when in the criminal justice fucking conversation, you find DNA, it's pretty fucking damning. But in the end, actually none of these, neither of these two things held too much weight with the sniffer dogs or the DNA at the end, because during the same time in the U S sniffer dog evidence was being scrutinized in another case in this other case the judge ordered to uh analyze three different cadaver dogs performances which they found that they were wrong 61 71 and 78 percent of the time meaning that sniffer dog evidence isn't as good as people make it out to be i always thought it was a lot better than that
2: um well i mean i think as investigators it's our duty to take maybe a moment here and uh all forensic evidence is pseudoscience, more yeah, or less, for sure. Uh, most all of it is complete, bullshit
0: yeah. DNA is not, though. Like, you can
2: no DNA yeah. is real science, but I mean, you don't have like necessarily the most competent people collecting all that because sh- then it's like got like how many different hands on it and shit. And you have cops who are not fucking scientists, yeah,
0: oh, for sure. Who there's so much room for contamination and ups with police being involved with science that they're not th- it'd be like putting oh, the sure. scientist to go like read the rights to like a criminal it's like yeah you wouldn't do that right you know you'd fuck that right. up for sure
2: be like rick like is this science or is it your own personal experience because <laughs> if i only know one thing your honor
3: he just said that he's doing it off his own personal experience you gotta let me off i'm using that in court i only know science <laughs>
0: Well, that's, that's just disregarding. Like if I saw you stab someone, it's like, yeah, that's not science. It's my own personal experience. I watched them stab someone. They'd be like, well, he's still going to jail. Sorry. It doesn't work that way. Yes. Personal experiences as weight. Hmm. They found blood in the trunk of the rental car and they ran it for LCN testing, which is low copy number testing. This testing is only used when there are very low or very few cells gathered. LCN is a controversial DNA technique because it can be vulnerable to contamination and misinterpretation. Now the DNA evidence they had only contained 15 of the 19 DNA components of Madeline, partial enough for them not to conclusively say it was Madeline or not. Uh, With only 15 markers, the DNA could have been Kate's, Jerry's, or a combination of both from what I understand from what I'm reading more and more about LCN testing with 15 markers, it could be match one of us three. Like it's so broad in that way. Right. So what they said at the end of this whole DNA fiasco, and that's why they got let off was that the, and I'm quoting the results were too complex for meaningful interpretation. So they just didn't get enough blood really, uh, or whatever cells they were could have just been the parents. They rented it weeks after. So it doesn't, none of the DNA really mattered in the end. Right now the whole drugging their kids and Maddie overdosing is a little ludicrous to me. Uh, not that they wouldn't drug their kids. I, I believe that could happen for sure, but I feel like they're it's the McCann's plus four other doctors. If they would have had some side sort of bad reaction, they would have waited for that. They would have known what to do in that situation. I feel like it's a lot easier to just save your kid and explain like, Oops, I almost overdosed my kid versus like letting them die, Mm. getting rid of their body. I I don't know. They're all doctors. They would have known. I I feel like this is they they got IVF for this shit. That shit costs lots of money. They're not just going to get rid of that kid. That is a fucking money bag child. You know, we spent good money on that fucking kid.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think you're giving them too much credit.
0: I don't, though. What? What's the point? It doesn't make sense. There's no reason.
2: Selfish people, dude. I mean, you know how many people who have kids and don't fucking want kids? They just have them because it's they're supposed to. It's a status thing. And I'm not saying they don't love them. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of narcissistic fucking people out there.
3: If they're going to stage it to get rid of the kids, why not also get rid of the twins?
2: Well, I, I was going with... I don't think that it's the point was to get rid of her. I think the point was to just keep them quiet. And if it there was an accident, there's nothing that says they don't just come back and find her dead. Not, oh, we're watching her overdose. Let's intervene. You know, they're getting drunk and fucking around.
3: Yeah, but I feel like the parents would have such a hard time trying to hide the body while they're there with their orgy party at the bar. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many steps involved.
2: I don't know. There's just a lot of money and moving parts of all this. Like, if somebody says that they saw somebody walking with a little girl out in the hallway at some point, and then five years later, someone saying it was them. There's no, there's nothing that says that couldn't have been the father carrying the body out. And then years later, to make that go away, they figure something out. And you, you said yourself earlier, Richard, that it looked like the dad. Do you know what I mean? No, it does look
0: like him. It, in my yeah. opinion, I don't know if that's a widely shared opinion, but me, I'm like, holy fuck, you look like the dad. You look like Jerry. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I mean. Who would know better how much to give a little girl than them? They would know more than us, like anyone. Like, how are they going to overdose? I don't kids?
2: think doctors are infallible at all. They fuck up constantly.
0: I don't think they're infallible. I think they could probably barely tie their shoes. They probably couldn't have a hold of straight conversation with anybody that wasn't a doctor because they're so socially fucking awkward. I don't think they're infallible. I just think they know a lot about ibuprofen.
2: I guess. I mean, but if they were doing that, they don't know enough about it to not fucking do that.
0: Yeah, you know, no, for really? sure. They're, they're smart people in a way. It's just not everybody's all smart or all stupid. You just get specific skills. It
2: requires a lot of assumptions, but I don't see it as being out of the realm of possibility.
0: Yeah, if you watch like the a lot of the press conferences, like Kate's carrying around that fucking cuddle cat the whole time, like ripping it for fucking death. I don't know if the parents are involved, is what I'm saying. I,
2: all right, fine. I'm going back to Predator. Don't worry about me. No,
0: no, no, no. We're, we're I, I, it could be there's still a little bit more of this stuff it's just no
2: no, no It's no you predator. feel
0: like hey here's another thing here's another thing would you think if they were involved in any way they would take as much press as they have like fuck man don't you think you would just want to like yeah no then it just disappears so it kind of goes away they fucking take press almost every day you you put yourself in the spotlight by doing shit like that right I don't know. They spent two million dollars of their own money looking for it.
3: Yeah, but that goes back to uh what that goes back to the Ramseys, right? The father definitely did that and he fucking loved the spotlight. Yeah.
0: No, it's true. People are different. I just like if I accidentally killed my kid, I wouldn't be and I thought I could get away with it. I wouldn't be like, hey, police, somebody else did it. I'd just be like, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me.
3: You know, different strategies. I
0: don't know what I'd go with. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> the next thing on the little Kate and Jerry train is that Some people are saying that the government framed the McCanns. The Portuguese police did. And the Portuguese government didn't want potential tourists to think Portugal was an unsafe place for kids. So they found someone to pin the crime on. That was close to the case. Who better than the parents? Uh, Kate and Jerry were the best ones to blame because they are foreigners who stupidly leave their kids by themselves at night in a different country. It's not the Portuguese pedophiles running rampant. It's bad parenting. This has all basically been thrown away as fiction, but... Giancarlo Amari, the former Portuguese police detective that was fired for not getting results. He actually wrote a book entitled Maddie, the truth behind the lie, where he claims the McCann's were the culprits. He is still convinced to this day that McCann's are responsible for the loss of Maddie. So that guy worked the case. I don't know. He was around these guys a lot. He did get fired and he was fr- pretty disgruntled and considered like a joke after all the whole, whole thing. There's lots of pull tabloid pictures of him eating instead of work. They're like, he took a five hour break today. Like they were following him around. So he was kind of like known as a joke by the time he left, but he did talk to these people. He was there originally when it first started happening. He has a lot of insight that none of us do. And if he thinks Maddie's do there's, there might be a case there. I just don't think the McCann's had anything to do with it. Personally. You guys got any, you guys, we, I think we kind of argued through that a little bit already. So we'll get to the end and then we'll get, well, there's still some more. So here's some fun ones. These ones are for RJ. Here's a good theory on reddit madeline never existed damn yeah maddie never existed and the whole holiday was a ruse kate and jerry are high Ooh, the multiverse theory (laughs) (laughs) kate and jerry are high paid actors whose goal was to drum up so much media attention that it would distract from the quote unquote real issues going on in the uk
3: wait what were the real issues going on at the time because now I'm interested.
0: Just this is what conspiracy theorists do all the time with the media. They go like, you're not watching, there's no water in Flint, Michigan yet. And you're like, yeah, that's been like that for 20 years. I'm just saying Madeline McCain went missing. Brexit. If that's where they want to direct the quote unquote real issues that I said, sure. There could be a million things. Prince Andrew fucking little kids. The Queen actually being a lizard person from the planet Vifloff. Whatever issues they they had, sure. All right, so here's another fun one. Theory, next theory. Maddie was actually found already, but in order to have a normal life, they changed her name and kept up the ruse. Otherwise, her life would be too fraught with having to answer questions about what the fuck actually happened to her and she couldn't just live a normal life.
3: I don't believe that because the Portuguese police or military or whatever the fuck they were would have found her. And they would have wanted the fame for that. So there's no way that that stays quiet on that end of it. If it's just the UK government and the Scotland Yard being able to keep it quiet, maybe, but not internationally. Yeah. Unless she never went to Portugal and that was the whole fucking thing.
2: Obviously, they didn't keep it that quiet if it's a
0: theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I don't believe it either. It's a stupid one, but hey, you never know. All right. Next theory is sex trafficking. So during the time of Maddie's disappearance, investigators believe that the Algarve was quote unquote awash with pedophiles. <laughs> That's what they said awash with them. <laughs> Absolutely riddled, infested, teeming. <laughs> in 2009, one source said that there were 38 known sex offenders in the Algarve at the time of the disappearance, and there had been seven sexual assaults involving children of tourists in the past five years. Five of them happened before the disappearance and two more happened afterwards. So in 2008, it was reported to police that they were examining claims that Maddie was taken by a highly organized pedophile ring based out of Belgium. The gang had supposedly placed an order for a young girl and then a local members of the gang saw Maddie playing poolside or whatever, took a picture to her and sent it back to the pedo ring. The pedo ring loved her, said she had the right stuff. Then she was abducted through the window, shipped off to Belgium for whatever gross fucking thing these pedos try to justify as normal in their heads. This explains the 10 p.m. sighting of the Smiths with the couple, uh, the Smiths, the couple, with the other girl, guy carrying a girl walking towards the beach, probably to get her out of the country by ship, because Lagos Marina is right there. Uh, Another theory that involves Maddie leaving by boat is that she was shipped to Morocco from the same marina. There's been a few sightings of Madeline in Morocco during the first few weeks of her disappearance. And from Morocco, she would be shipped down to the Saharan desert country of Mauritania. And now Mauritania is the last country to abolish slavery. They did it in 1981. Cool. (laughs) Some believe that they still have slaves in Mauritania. To a Middle Eastern slave owner, kid slaves are the best, easiest trained. An ex-Scotland yard detective says that the Mauritania line should be further investigated because it hasn't been, first of all, and it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Morocco is known for a lot of illegal shit heading down to the Middle East. Another part of the sex trafficking theory is that the McCanns were in on it, drugging Maddie and leaving their kids alone in the apartment on purpose so the traffickers could get her for money. And this explains why Kate was yelling they took her instead of she's gone. This also explains why the fuck anyone would leave three kids under the age of four on a room unsupervised in a foreign country. Now, I'm just curious how much money they would have to get for their child for this to be worth it. Their fucking doctors. Now, from I'll tell you what I would do for a trillion dollars, I'd sell my kids for sure. Just because I know I could hire some Liam Neeson type to go get them back for me. I'd have a lot of money in reality like how much money would you get for your kids your fucking doctor like how much like it's not like their meth head fucking truck stop fucking it could
2: be they owed it to somebody i mean we don't do we know much about anything else in their private life outside of what their occupation was and what they were doing at that vacation home yeah but that's what i mean like you know outside of that there's nothing that says they maybe didn't owe a shitload of money to people who would kill all of them if they didn't sell one of their kids.
0: No, I, I agree for sure. Yeah. But I mean, maybe like Jerry was in a high stakes tennis matches. That's why all day he was trying to double or nothing. Uh, Lance double or nothing. Lance let's do this. And he just like I'm $60 million in debt. I have to give up one of the kids, Kate, maybe. Maybe. Sure. All right, so the last theory here is a guy named Christian Bruckner. Now, the Germans as of recently, I think 2020, the Germans have a suspect they think took Maddie. He's already in jail. In fact, they don't think it. They say they're they have concrete 100% proof that he took Maddie. He's in jail in Germany right now. He's a convicted pedophile. He got 7 years in jail for raping a 72-year-old American woman in portugal in 2005 a couple years before maddie's i'm sorry
2: so if he's a pedophile is he a 400 year old vampire
0: (laughs) no he's a convicted pedophile from other offenses but he's in jail now because he raped a 72 year old. i think he's more looking for vulnerable people you know
2: fair enough fair well he also
3: raped uh, he also originally raped a five-year-old in germany and then fled to portugal because of that they were already looking for him yeah so he has multiple rape allegations for sure
0: oh And he was only convicted and put in jail in 2019 for the rape of the 2005 rape. So he was roaming around. It's not like he got the, he just raped that chick and was in jail. No, he was out and about. He came into suspicion uh, for some quote unquote, they write interesting tips. Uh, So he was living on the beach in his camper van, not far from apartment 5A. He also owned a Jaguar XJ65 that he transferred ownership the day after Madison went went missing. Police aren't saying if they found Maddie's DNA in the camper van or the Jag. Uh, they're kind of withholding some info folks. It's still pretty recent. His cell phone pinged near the location of 5A. A report I read puts him at the Ocean Club within that ping. He is known for burglary and theft on the Oceanside resorts. He's linked to many more missing persons cases every day. German police discovered a secret cellar at Bruckner's home underneath in the basement. He had an entire pedo play kit, t- kid toys included not a hundred percent else what they found in that basement, but I'm sure it has something to do with some sort of photographic evidence of her death. Because like I said, they say they have concrete evidence that Maddie is dead. So this makes me think that he's got weird photos or some creepy shit. Cause like there's no real concrete evidence unless you a found the body or B you have photos of her dying. Right. Like there's really, what else can you get? Right.
3: Well, I mean, he, he, when, when he was found a lot of what he was, charged with because they didn't have a whole lot of proof on other things was just like the child pornography he had and some of it that they found that he produced himself so i wouldn't be surprised if they found something in there that was their concrete evidence of it
0: but like i said they're still holding their cards close to their chest because i think this guy's in jail and they're just going to let it ride until he gets out because i think he got seven years and 20 so i think from my from what i guess from seeing from listening to a lot of true crime and like being interested in this that they'll just let him like till like maybe a year left in a sentence. And then they'll start filing charges and shit. Once they get a good case built up, he's already in jail. They got enough time to like polish all their fucking shit and wait until the day he's getting out and then just charge him with murder of Madeline McCann and then get him for in for another 25 to life and then just have the perfect case. So I'm guessing for the next couple of years, we won't see anything else about this uh, Jerry Bruckner guy, unless somebody from inside the case leaks some sort of information. I think we'll kind of just, it'll kind of die off. And then when he is eligible for parole or whatever, that's when they'll start hammering down with more charges.
3: I just wonder if, I don't know anything about a German court system, if it works the same way as it does in the US, right? Like we could be charged like 40 times over while we're still in prison. I don't know, I feel like for us, it's like if we found out that information, we would want as much time as we could to prove it. Cause like, if you go into the court system and you find out like, oh shit, we don't have enough to actually say he did this. You now have all that time to keep looking for things. Because if you find new evidence, then you can bring it back. to the-
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. They're they're just going to sit on it and go like research the fuck out of this guy and figure out as much as they can and just hammer him when he's like, because they got time. It's not like, uh, like somebody on the run that if you don't get him today, he's going to like flee to a different country. He's already in jail. Right. So fuck. Him. I think, I think it's time.
2: maybe just a, a difference of perspective because you're, you're saying sit on it, which means I think it implies they're just they have everything. They're just waiting for no reason. When in reality it's it is probably more like they're like what you're also saying, which is that they're polishing stuff up and making sure it's airtight.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry. If I said sit on it, that's not what I meant. They're just they're waiting. They have all the time in the world, so why not use it? Right. Right. I I don't know about this one because like I said, there's so they've given some info and there's a couple uh articles out there and some news things, but not lots. The rest of the stuff has lots and lots of fucking trash to it. I, I before I got into the Christian Bruckner thing, I was on the sex trafficking side of things because I don't I, I I don't want to live in a world where parents are that fucking like they don't seem like they're they have no motivation. That's my thing. If they had a motive, then I would say okay, they killed their kid and they covered it up. But I just don't see the motive. And if I could figure out the motive, then I would probably be with the McCann side. But other than that, I think they're just. Dumb parents leaving the fucking doors open and someone just snagged the kid in the night, or predators.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I definitely think it's this uh Christian Brecker, Bruker, whatever, Brookner guy. Uh, based on proximity, and they apparently found that his phone was close to it. He had a five thousand square meter uh, compound that was not far from the location, which for all the american listeners out there according to google that is 53,000 square foot so it's pretty huge uh compound
0: bruckner actually uh denies all the charges and he says that they're just trying to use him as like a scapegoat because they can't solve anything and clearly they can't solve anything because look they're accusing him they haven't been able to solve it for so long so i'm the easy target so sure whatever i points evidence points to him more than anyone else
3: using him as a scapegoat makes no sense because who gets the win off of that like why bring the fucking germans into it you know what i mean why involve another country you could scapegoat it to any pedophile you want in portugal or the uk you know what i mean like it just seems like a weird thing to be like yeah and here's this random german guy let's make him the scapegoat and all of a sudden the german bka is like oh yeah we're we're gonna just lie about it for the uk and for Portugal
0: I don't know if that adds up like he definitely it was like the time and place and this dude just yeah I, I agree I don't think the German police would went on to the media and said we have concrete evidence unless they had something fucking great because this is so like I said it's the highest publicized case you don't want to get shit wrong anymore these Portuguese police have fucking probably half their careers are all over now any final words on that
2: I mean unless we're all going to agree on the predator thing I'll just keep my mouth shut
0: are you gonna get you? you're gonna explain it to andrea no yeah you are i feel like you can no nah, you're gonna do it no you can do it i always forget everything i say i, I know that's why it's fun and then i'll explain it when you fuck it you up you
2: don't do it i'm gonna steamroll over it with predator theories
0: <laughs> i already forget i don't even remember this dude's name you just you have it on your one of your 16 screens in front of you don't fuck wrong. i know but i can't find it now i have like 40. 40- Tabs open. <laughs> I mean, the only tab
3: I can find is 5,000 square meters to square foot. Christian Bruckner. I'm also trying to figure out how to how to pronounce Bundeskriminalamt. Why? Because that's the German equivalent to the FBI. Ah, could just say that. <laughs> the German equivalent to the FBI. Yeah, German FBI. That makes that that kind of makes me sound like a pretentious American,
2: though, you know um nah everything everybody already knows that u.s people are u.s centric
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say nah everything else you say does <laughs> <laughs> after i thought you were going and i was gonna go yep uh,
2: i was trying to make you feel better about it but i'm sorry you've been abused and hurt so much
0: Is this uh, Abigail?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Oh, God. Gets wrote down the number right for once. That's good. Uh, I got you on speaker here with the boys. Richard's going to tell you, we solved the McCann thing for you. Oh, that's awesome. There's nothing. Thanks for calling and leaving a message. You have money though, right?
1: Um, well, there is a bit of an issue um, with the payment situation.
0: What do you mean an issue? It's not hard. Um, it's just money.
1: Well, I I kind of don't have any.
0: For fuck's sakes. Obviously. I do um, this all the time. Uh, how about, uh, you know what? Oh, you know what? I have a great idea. Okay. I've run this past the boys yet, but I'm doing it because Celeste is, I, and I say this very lightly. Celeste is being a fucking bitch to me lately. So I want to I want a layer of communication between myself and Celeste. So I was looking to get a secretary. Maybe you could pay off your debts.
1: Um, yeah, that that sounds like a, a good si- uh, solution to the, the problem.
0: Sounds
2: like uh, slavery, but OK.
0: You can you can pay off people's bills by this is not slaves. It's bartering. Oh, she as long as she's cool with it, it's not slavery. Right. 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 Okay. Stop saying the word slave. I told you before we had this conversation. Don't say the word slave.
2: I, I won't say that you're into indentured servitude anymore.
0: Yeah, it is indentured servitude. Yeah, But yeah, it's not slavery. It's not
1: let's the same. Not, thing. Uh, let's not mention um, maybe human trafficking.
2: I, yeah, no, I don't think we needed to volunteer that information <laughs> at all. I. I also agree with that. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I got I got here. He's gonna go through the whole thing with you here. We got the perfect result. I guess that's a good enough solution. Keep a little layer of communication between us. We don't have to hear get yelled at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good. I I can be a a go between between you and Celeste. Yeah. No problem.
0: Oh, and everybody else. We don't like people. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Be sure
2: to tell her the reason and (laughs) uh, and what Richard said about it. And how he introduced that concept to you. I'm sure that'll smooth things right over.
1: Yeah, she'll, she'll appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Sure.
0: <laughs> All right, Gets, give her the goods. We can release the information now.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pass I'm it right excited. back to Richard because I completely forget what I was going to say
2: while he was talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
2: Damn. Here. All right, you guys are really pushing it. <laughs> fine i'll tell her god i'll give you one more chance and then we're going with mine
0: (laughs) all right so i need
1: to know somebody please
0: in reality recent there's been recent developments in the case abigail and the germans think that they have their man he's already in jail his name's christian bruckner uh he has the actual makings it looks like he might be a serial molester child molester and or serial killer from what i can read so they're actually German police say they have concrete evidence saying that Madeline's dead after searching this guy's house. So we don't really have full blown information on that, but we're a lot of us are leaning towards that now, but this is actually from this year or last year that this information has come out. So it's still not a widely popular uh, or sorry, widely known thing, I guess. I think people are catching on. I think this guy's the guy, I think Christian Bruckner, a guy who's already in jail. I think we got him.
1: Uh, that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm glad they got the guy, but what a horrible ending.
2: <laughs> I mean, it it is fucking wild that you thought there might be a happy ending. Yeah, well, I I appreciate that level of optimism. I think this this new slave is gonna work out.
3: I think she was she was waiting for Madeline to just walk up into Richard's camera or some shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still three <laughs>
3: years old.
0: Right. Right. Oh, your own goddamn spider, bitch! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just watched Private Dicks, and I think RJ's the funniest.
0: What? Come on!
2: Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're gonna stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to Patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spin-off. I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16 episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And if you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude. You're the best. Calling all ponderers of the paranormal. Are you interested in off-the-cuff, in-depth conversations about all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious?
0: With a healthy side of levity.
2: Plus guest interviews with your favorite names in the paranormal field. Then, the Paranomaly Zone is the podcast you have been looking for. Join your hosts, Patrick
0: And Michael Carbono, the paranormal poster boy.
2: As we cover topics in the realm of the weird, listen to the Paranomaly Zone today.
0: Wherever your favorite podcasts are found.